You are listening to Jcast Journey, the inaugural podcast of Jcast Network. I'm Daron Rusquet, the executive director and executive producer of Jcast Network, and I will be your host of this chronicling of the creation of a new Jewish media project. As always, I want to start by thanking you all for listening to the Jcast journey, for visiting our website at jcastnetwork.org, for all of your comments and responses to what we're doing, and for sharing what we do with others. If you haven't done those things yet, I hope you will. As I've repeated over and over again, the Jcast Network is in its infancy, so we really want to know what you're looking for so that we can make sure that we are responding to your needs. I think I have to start by admitting that I have a bit of an obsessive-compulsive disorder. Sometimes this has positive ramifications, as in that I cannot stand having unanswered emails, which results in my living in a zero-inbox life, and my email box is always empty. I have a memory of coming back from a Caribbean vacation with my family a few years ago, and after a week ago away, completely disconnected from technology, we all sat in the back of the taxi cab everyone on their smartphones and Blackberries, seeing all of the emails that they had missed, trying to get in front of all the work they had to do. And I too was crazed. Nothing gave me greater satisfaction than being able to say that by the time I came into the office the next day, I had looked through all of my email, had already responded to those those that I was able to do without access to my work computer, and by the time I came home after my first day back at work, I was all caught up. Well, I was caught up on my emails. When it comes to podcasts, on the other hand, I was very behind. As I have stated, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Some are weekly, some are a few times a week, and others are daily podcasts. And coming home after that vacation, or any week when I'm not actively listening to my shows, I found that I had days upon days of unlistened to podcasts. At the bottom of iTunes, and specifically the podcast page in iTunes, there are three pieces of data. The first, the number of downloaded podcasts. Second, the amount of space that they take up in megabytes. And third, and to me most importantly, the amount of time it'll take to listen to them all. After a week away, that number was the scary one. Some people will have it show in minutes or hours, but mine showed up in days. I had multiple days of podcasts to listen to. That's not to say that it would just take days to listen to them if I just listened to them a little bit at a time. That's to say that if I listened to them straight through, it would take days of constant listening to catch up. And while those days were going on, I was going to be downloading more podcasts. Now, a saner person then, I, would say, so you don't listen to them all. You just delete the podcast you miss and move forward. But that's where my sickness comes in. I'm not capable of just deleting podcasts. What if I miss something important? What if the next great idea is sitting within one of those shows and I chose to just delete it? If you ever watched the television show on A&E called Hoarders, that's me. Well, sort of. I'm able to let the shows go once I finish listening to them, but until then, I have to keep them, and it totally stresses me out. 
On the other hand, watching as my list of as my list of unlistened to podcasts shrinks is one of my favorite things. I've created a smart playlist in iTunes. That's where you can say, not have to say I want an individual song, but a song that was done in 1972. Or for me, I have a smart playlist in iTunes of unplayed podcasts. And as I listen to a podcast, it magically drops off the list. I can leave my house in the morning with 12 unlistened to podcasts, and through the day, I'm able to watch as that number shrinks down. Now, in order to feel even more successful, and because I've said this is a sickness, although probably not life-threatening, I've also started taken to sorting that smart playlist from shortest to longest, which means that the top of the list has the six-minute Torah portion commentary by Machon Hadar and AJWS, and the bottom of the list has the nearly two-hour This Week in Tech podcast. Now, this does create some problems, especially when, as I'm behind on podcasts, because there's like more than one episode of an individual show, like Tech TV or, excuse me, Tech News Today or Buzz Out Loud. And the same sickness that I have does want me to listen to those podcasts in order and not hear Wednesdays until after I've heard Monday and Tuesday's episodes, even if Wednesdays is the shorter episode. So it's not a flawless plan, but it pretty much works. Anyway, as a result of listening to them from shortest to longest, I can quickly see my number of unlistened to podcasts shrink from 14 to 7 in an hour or so. For me, a 50% accomplishment rate feels pretty great. The fact that the next 50% is going to take much longer to accomplish does not ruin my feeling of success. And it's good to start your day like feeling like you've succeeded. No? A number of months ago, one of my favorite podcasts, a video podcast called The Daily Gizwiz, which is part of the Twit Network and is hosted by Leo Laporte, who I've spoken about in previous episodes as one of my greatest heroes in the world of podcasting. I think you should see episode two. He, he does this podcast along with Mad Magazine's Dick DiBartolo. So they, they have this podcast, and it was a daily podcast where they would show an individual piece of tech, a gadget, a gizmo. And they changed their format from a daily podcast of about 12 to 18 minutes to a weekly omnibus edition that lasted about an hour and renamed the Weekly Daily Gizwiz. Doesn't exactly make sense, but it's not my decision. The show still has the same number of gadgets, takes about the same length of time to listen or to watch, but for me, the change in format made me crazy. Instead of being one of those short podcasts that I could feel success of finishing, or I could convince my wife to watch me with me as we fed our twins in the evening, it was now a full hour all at once. And then, and thus it sort of felt like a chore. I so preferred to be able to feel that sense of success each and every day when I checked it off as being watched, rather than now when I worry about it being unwatched again. I admit this is not healthy, but it is my reality. But over the past 12 weeks, I've been faced with a new problem. I'm trying to figure out how long the Jcast Journey podcast should be. As I sit down to write my scripts, I get totally stuck. If I compose three pages single-spaced, it'll be about a seven-minute podcast. If I go to four pages, it'll be about a ten-minute podcast. But how long makes sense? Should I make it longer but less frequent? In general, I think I should just write until I have nothing more to say on whatever the topic of the week is. But knowing my brand of crazy... It's not so easy to let the natural flow determine things. 
And does the answer for this podcast determine the length for all of the future podcasts on the Jcast network? My healthy brain answers the length question in the following way. A single voice podcast, like Jcast Journey, should not be too long. Welcome people, have an idea, state the idea, prove the idea, say thank you and goodbye. An interview or a two-person podcast should be a bit longer. You want to make sure that there's time for full questions, full answers, and a bit of banter, along with the hello, goodbye, and thank you. And finally, a podcast with multiple hosts can be, even a, a long, can be longer still. There are multiple voices to be heard, and you want to leave time for back and forth, agreement and disagreement. You know what I'm saying. But how long is too long? One of the most successful podcasts being broadcast these days is The Adam Carolla Show. His show is a daily show and is usually between an hour and a half and two hours long. Now, Adam comes from the radio world where he had a morning show in L.A., but that would be like four hours long. So for him, keeping it down to under two hours is probably hard work. And obviously, it works for him. He has the most downloaded podcast, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, and I guess they would know. On the other hand, I think that most podcasts do better when they're shorter. People have time constraints, and the longer the show is, the worse of a chance that people will listen to it. On that note, a few months ago I met with Julie Subrin, the producer of one of my favorite Jewish podcasts, Vox Tablet. When we got to talk, I asked her what her thinking was on length, and she said that while content comes first, she felt that it was best to keep things short so that people would not be able to use that as an excuse not to listen. So when she records, she records a lot of content with a plan that she'll cut it down to, short, to a shorter podcast, usually no longer than 25 minutes. The Vox Tablet podcast, it should be noted, usually lands on the first 50% of my unlistened to episodes and thus gives me great satisfaction each week as I'm able to finish it. Although I must say the quality of that podcast is so great that I would listen to it at twice the length. Another person I was communicating with is podcast host Wendy Grinberg, who hosts the Union for Reform Judaism's parenting podcast. Now, what she does is different. While she agrees that shorter is better, and she says that parents really don't have time to listen to longer podcasts, and as a parent of twins, I agree, she has no problem with multi-part podcasts. So her podcast may have four or five parts of an interview she does with someone, and you get one of these parts every other week when they're posted. Now, my concern with that is that people lose interest over the long haul. But it seems to be working for the URJ. Obviously, there's no single answer to this question, but I'd love to hear from you. How long do you think a podcast should length? Is there an optimal amount of time? Should the number of hosts or the depth of the content make the determination? Or should podcasts just be a certain length? Please let us know. You can reach us online at jcastnetwork.org on Facebook at facebook.com slash jcastnetwork via Twitter where our handle is jcastnetwork and I can be contacted directly via email at druske at jcastnetwork.org and if you're enjoying the podcast I hope you'll consider writing a review on our iTunes page and sharing Jcast Network with your friends the opening and closing music for today's show is Fly Like an Eagle by the Steve Miller Band